1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend
2: today. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton.
3: Welcome back, Area 45. Final hour of the program. Glad to be with you this evening. Appreciate you joining us on Twitch. YouTube, listening to us wherever it may be from. We appreciate it. I am Sean Bajani. He is Patrick Creighton, Chris Santiago producing. Be a part of the show tonight, especially, man. Let, hear from, let us hear from you. 713-572-4610. You want to call? 572-4610. You want to text? Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Many of you have. At P. Creighton, the number one. At Sean Bajani for myself. Um, Fantastic night. Uh, Got the voting results in, by the way, at least for Coach of the Year in the NFL. And this is courtesy of Josh DeBow on Twitter and Rob Matty on Twitter via Chris Santiago, who uh, DM'd me this. You're just going to want to scoop your eyeballs out when I give you the voting results. Kevin Stefanski got Coach of the Year. He beat D'Amico Ryans out in first place votes. Boo! By one. What? 21 to 20 in first place votes. Second place votes, D'Amico, 21 to 18. Third place votes, Stefanski, 6 to 2.
4: It's a miscarriage of justice.
3: Dan Campbell, not even close. Got three first place votes along with Kyle Shanahan. John Harbaugh got two. Sean McVay got one. Uh, Mike Tomlin. None. Shane Steichen, who a lot of people thought was going to be up there, uh, didn't get one single solitary first-place vote. Instead, got four third-place votes.
4: Wrong.
3: So there you go. Uh, now assistant coach of the year. We we're waiting on that one. Uh, Walter Payton, man of the year, waiting on that one. John Weeks is up for that. Bobby Slowick, obviously, for assistant coach of the year. And I went through the betting odds no, earlier. They, they
4: announced a assistant coach of the year they did already Jim Schwartz, oh, oh
3: they did yeah yeah yeah. you're right you're right Jim who Schwartz nobody
4: wants as a head coach but a lot of people wanted bobby slow a
3: lot of people wanted bobby a lot Sloan. of yep.
4: people wanted ben johnson from detroit
3: <laughs> i thought it was going to be ben johnson uh the winner of this one but hey what a fantastic night andre johnson in the hall of fame stroud and anderson rookies of the year
4: bruh fantastic it doesn't suck
3: it doesn't, man.
4: It does not suck.
3: Have we ever been here before? Have we ever been in this place before? With, With like offensive
4: this, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, Hall of Famer going in.
3: Your football team just, they're, the trajectory... I mean, out of this world.
4: I don't think we've been here before, like all of it, like in the same night for awards.
3: Certainly not. But I mean, this this feeling is what I meant. Like this feeling about a sports team. Certainly, I I, I don't think we've had this feeling at the height of Andre Johnson, at the height of DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt. I I don't I don't think so. I don't think it can come
4: close. Let's Let's put it. You know the the recency to the test, right? You are more excited draft night or right now? Right now, right now.
3: Do you not feel the same way?
4: I don't know I was pretty damn hype on draft night. I'm more excited right
3: now because look, draft night that's kind of come this and is, gone. Like we've seen, we've seen the the reward. I say, this is like the fruits the, of the labor. This of draft is the fruits night, of right? the labor of draft night, and you can see the trajectory, like. When, when you took C.J. Stroud, okay, number two on draft night, and then traded up for Will Anderson, number three.
4: How many of you had a party in your pants?
3: Everybody had a party in their pants. And then you had a party. <laughs> you know, it was fantastic. But you didn't know what those guys were going to do. Watching a full season of that brand of Texan football. Now, if you're the Texans fan, media type, analyst of any sort, an observer, you now know the skill set that C.J. Stroud's capable of at this level. Man, I You now you. know that Will Anderson is capable of being an absolute game wrecker at this level. You now know that D'Amico Ryans is not just from the many endorsements that he's gotten from former players, that he'd coached in San Francisco, and Fred Warner, players that he'd coached with the Texans. You've seen it with your own eyes, the D'Amico effect, and that continues. So because of the trajectory, I'm more excited now for the future, for the 2024 season and beyond. I'm more excited now because I've already seen it. I've been teased. My expectation of this team, this organization, particular players, is extremely high right now.
4: All I gotta say is I am really glad that Clint Stern is not here right now because he would be so football horny. I'd have to beat him off you with a bat. He'd be uh, he'd be football horny and he'd probably be a little bit pissed. I mean, <laughs> for different reasons. We, we'd I'd, I'd have to beat him <laughs> off you would a bat. He'd be so excited that would be we could just ply him with all the all his beer that we're drinking on.
3: <laughs> right? Hey, if you sleep on it, you don't take it home, man. Um,
4: hey, listen, if it's been in there for a month, it becomes community property. Happens, bro.
3: <laughs> seven one three five seven two four six ten five seven two. But he'd Keep that 4, Daisy. 6, 10.
4: I, I don't do the sour cream dip. I know a lot of people love it. It's supposed to be awesome. I'm not a sour cream. I'll person. do the
3: Daisy dip, man. Bring the Daisy dip on. All uh, right, a couple I've of done... those
4: might be missing when you get back, Clint. Sorry. They'll be all on, on bajani. We got any <laughs> Daisy dip in there? The French oh, yeah. onion? We got, like, we got like two whole cases of it. We got any ruffles? And they say Clint on them. Well.
3: Clint ain't even in this state right now. So I got news for you. They've man. been it's there for a couple gra- weeks.
4: Up for the grabs.
3: Up for the grabs, man. Fantastic night. Community um, property. I'm just uh I'm kind of beside myself, but we do have a lot to do on this show. So let's get to it. It's and- not only been a day about the Houston Texans and the NFL, a lot of great stuff, content from Radio Row. It was a great day again, uh, for the Houston Astros. And I wanted to play a couple of sound bites for you. Uh, Hold
4: on, before you do this. Uh You know what is trending on Twitter right now?
3: Andre Johnson. Robbed. D'Amico. D'Amico was robbed. Yeah.
4: It is trending. Yeah. Like 50,000 tweets of robbed.
3: Telling me uh, Texans Twitter ain't a power?
4: (laughs) Are you kidding me? Hey, even T-Mill got in on the rob. Of course he did. I didn't expect him to. I got... I got Nick Schwanger robbed, T. Mill robbed, uh, Big Sarge robbed.
3: You can uh, go on down the list, man. It's all true.
4: Just, 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 just robbed, 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 robbed. Uh, robbed. Yeah, Coach of the Year, Demico <laughs> Ron, Thanks, robbed. Thanks, Chris. You know, it's this, true. This, this, what are you gonna do? Like, there are, uh, I guess, internet based things that I don't even know what they are. Oh, the memes? Uh, and they're like robbed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know you know who cares least about that? Probably D'Amico. D'Amico. He don't give a damn about no stinking award. Um, What he does care about is the fact that he's got the defensive and offensive rookies of the year on his team. And he's got one of the top assistants on his team. Bobby Slug, he's got one of the top executives uh, running the ship um, in tandem with him on his team in Nick Aserio. That's what he cares about.
4: T-Mill sent me a tweet from John Harris, and it says, congrats to Kevin Stefanski, well-deserved, but no coach in the NFL finished plus seven wins over the previous year with a 31-point playoff win like D'Amico Ryans. Right.
3: That was this year. I'd be interested to go back and look historically if any coach had seen the type of the the, the type of turnaround that D'Amico Ryans oversaw this year with his team.
4: Well, none I, of them have ever done it rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, win the division and then win a playoff game. That hadn't happened.
3: I was gonna say it has to be historic. Over the last 20 years, and the numbers probably balloon a little bit more if you went back 30 or 40 or 50. You want to go back to the 1970 merger, which is you know everybody's favorite if you're an NFL historian, uh, to go back. I went back the last 22 years coming into this season. 20 out of the last 22 years, there has been a team to go worst to first. 20 out of the last 22. Now there's 21 out of the last 23 because the Houston Texans did it, and they were the second team within the AFC South to do it in back-to-back seasons. So Jags did it last year, Texans did it this season. Sustainability factor. I'm going to tell you right now, the odds are stacked historically against the Houston Texans. Do I give a rip about that? No. Do you give
4: a flying rat's ass?
3: No. And are I'll you tell you, straight up ZFG. I'm straight up ZFG. Because the Houston Texans, at least compared to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that situation between Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence and a team that, you know what? You can make the the you can make the comment that, you know what, maybe two years ago they spent a lot of irresponsible money. And then what did they get from it? They spent more than anybody else in that offseason in 2021. What did they get? How has it rewarded them? It didn't reward them with a division title this year. It didn't reward them with any of the accolades, any of the meeting expectations that not only did the Texans do, but far exceeded. So because of the head coach, because of the quarterback, because of how they're set up defensively, even as they stand right now where they need to sign 36-some-odd players this offseason to either retain or improve big-time positions, that's why uh, I don't give a damn about history being – You know, against the Texans. 713-572-4610. Let's get out to Lamont. He wants in on Sports Radio 610. Lamont, welcome to Area 45, my man. How you doing?
5: Hey, what's the deal, man? Uh, uh, Happy to see Sports Radio 610 back in the night business again. Uh, Patrick is my dude. Patrick is my dude. I uh, I love Patrick. Uh, He's going to come with that fire. But I do have one thing to say, man. You know, yesterday we gave uh, uh, Jose Altuve well deserved, uh, uh, and I love the way it uh, turned out with two seven uh, uh, with with Jose Altuve day. But now we at eight. Today is the uh, uh, the eighth. Yeah, Andre Johnson was eighty. Yeah. So let's just invert those numbers and call this Andre Johnson's day. How about we do that? As far as everybody's talking about how hard the season is. I think everybody, I think when everybody uh, say stuff like that, they they're acting like that the Texans are gonna remain stagnant, that the Texans are gonna be a constant, and everybody else is going to be a variables. The truth is everybody is going to be variables at that time. Everybody is going to be moving. In other words, like we was all thinking that uh you know the Texans uh I I know uh being a Texans fan I had them at eleven wins, but realistically I had them at seven wins. They blew that out of the water. They blew that out of the water. What I'm really trying to say is all of this stuff is uh all of this stuff is dynamic. It moves all across the board. It's injuries, it's player acquisitions, it's all the type of variables that's going out there. With everybody trying to uh, you know, look at the Texas schedule next season about how hard it is, things happen. I think I think we got the uh, uh, right coaching staff. I think that we got the right demeanor with the uh, with the quarterback. Uh, he seemed to be level-headed. Uh, he seemed to be level-headed. Mm-hmm. I'm liking the whole direction of everything, the way everything is going right now. Uh, happy again for Patrick and both you uh, too, Sean, to be back on at night. And I, I said to myself, I was like, man, if Texas – Hit that lick. If Texans hit that lick, uh, uh, that they was going to bring back a whole bunch of more programming. And I expect uh, for the next move to be some weekend programming. That's all I have, fellas, and I'm out. Hey,
3: I appreciate you, Lamont, man. Um, good stuff, as always. been a while since I talked to you. Um, I, I wanted to ask, Lamont, I wish you would have stuck around, but maybe you could text in, chime in on the Twitch or YouTube, Lamont. And a lot of you that have been listening to not just me, uh, but Patrick also over the years. I'm really curious. You know, now, I, I said last night in relation to the Astros, PC, that, damn it, it's nice to be, you know, from a city, but just right now in a city, that's an elite. And I said that really about the Astros, but damn it, the Texans are knocking on the door. It just feels that way. And... We all know what we want ultimately at the end of the day for this organization to get to a Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl. Never in its modern-day football history have you felt like it was more possible than right now with this organization. But three years ago, you thought you were the furthest thing from it. There is no way, not a chance in hell, that you thought in 2023, turn 24, that you were going to be looking at this type of turnaround, this type of success, feeling this way about your organization. That's incredible.
4: This is why the NFL is king. In no other sport can you turn around faster than in the NFL. No other sport. Because with the, the way the salary cap is set up, the, the amount of player movement that you could have, the way you can get out of bad contracts with, like, no punishment to the team, et cetera. No other sport can you go from sucks to stars mm-hmm. faster than the NFL. And that's why fans love it because, you know, we might be bad this year, but next year we literally could go to first place. Like you said, 21 out of the last 23 years, someone has gone from the basement to the penthouse in yeah. their division. Also, to Lamont's call, yo, c dog. Get me John Whitmire on the phone. We need a Dre Day proclamation <laughs> pronto. Gotcha. I know you can make that happen All
3: retroactively. Right. Done right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe look. Maybe having a little bit too much fun with the numbers, but hey, it's oh eight. He was eight zero. Yeah, flip that crap around. Let's go. Hashtag Goat. Hashtag Eighty Day, baby. Andre Johnson is going to be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame later on this year and then we can all take fantastic. the
4: gummies that ron took uh, last night that knocked him on his ass and we'll all feel good in the morning
3: 100 <laughs> percent, man i i don't need to take anything to feel good in the morning i'm feeling great right now i'll tell you that he's chris santiago patrick creighton sean bajani it's area 45 i gotta say it it is wait hold on is it yeah it is it's bandwagon time already are you on or off stay there
5: call from mom answer it call silenced
4: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game
1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bandwagon! Yeah, he's been off the wagon two years. Off the wagon? I think it's off the wagon. I think it's on the wagon. You're back on the wagon. Right
4: off the wagon. What the hell do you know about wagon?
1: I know enough not to get on them. I told you. There's lots of
4: Right, it's time to get on or get off. Let's play some bandwagon. Well, Sean, turns out that the NFL is separating millionaires from the real millionaires.
3: Uh-huh. You mean billionaires from the millionaires, maybe?
4: So, Super Bowl suites are just totally off the chain. There are almost 150 suites at the Death Star in Vegas. Mm hmm. Selling between a million four to two and a half million
3: each. That's crazy. Somebody said on the drive, I was coming in today, and I don't know who it was, but they said seven or eight million. Seven or eight million. Maybe that's a thing. I thought, like, surely they mean seven or 8,000. <laughs> but you're telling me, like, 1 to 2 million now.
4: Million and a half to two and a half mil. Uh, it's basically like a studio apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Wagyu hot dogs. I didn't, is that a thing, Wagyu hot dogs?
3: I would eat it. <laughs> if it's a thing, I'm sure it is.
4: Surf and turf nachos with filet mignon and lobster.
3: Oh my goodness! That sounds amazing right now. Uh,
4: king Let's crab, go. king crab fried rice, <sighs> uh, and a million and a half to, to two and a half. Like I'm going to who,
3: HEB tomorrow. I'm a DIY.
2: <laughs> people
4: who are like millionaires uh. are not buying them because they're too expensive. So, for example, uh, Olivia Culpo wanted to buy a sweet. For her fiance Christian McCaffrey's mom, and his mom was like, "Yeah, no, that's that's way too expensive." So she was thinking about doing it anyway, and Christian McCaffrey was just like, "No, <laughs> you're not blowing two and a half million dollars on a freaking suite." No. Right, right. Good call. Um, Travis Kelsey's mom, Donna, not getting sweet, mm-hmm. which means if Tay Tay shows up for the game. She'll so have to be in somebody else's suite because they don't have one. Well, her
3: suite.
4: She, they're not even sure she's going to be there. Like, she's got to make the flight back from Tokyo. Uh,
3: yeah. She'll be there. She, I mean, she's going to be there, but, like, are they going to hold a suite, like, with the off chance that she's not coming and they're going to lose? I mean, somebody's,
4: they're getting the money anyway. Well, according, so. according to this article in Deadspin... She will have to be in a suite from somebody else that wants to host her because the Kelsey family did not get a suite. Wow. Okay. Sean, the NFL separating poor millionaires (laughs) from real millionaires. Are you on or off the bandwagon? I'm, I mean,
3: I'm on the bandwagon. I'm on it. Like, hey, there's there's big money, and then there's stupid money. And the NFL would, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. They're going to get what they get. The numbers are astonishing to me because I'm a poor. Um, but I am not surprised, shocked, or insulted by this notion that I've uh, become accustomed to. Over the course of, well, my life, and I'm 41. So, no, I'm very much on that bandwagon. Chris?
6: I'm on as well. I mean, according to the article, these millionaires can't afford these suites. So, yeah. I'm I mean, if,
3: but put yourself in a position like the people that are saying, like, no, we're, we're not paying for that. They could absolutely afford it, but they're the few, the proud, the logical. They don't need to spend $3 million on a suite to eat well. They can go rent out a rooftop bar somewhere for far less. Eat well and watch the game and do what they want, say what they want, and have just as much fun. That's called being responsible. Uh, That's called being a responsible baller.
4: Please think of the millionaires. (laughs) (laughs) Should we start a GoFundMe so that rich people can go hang out and do rich people things? No. Yeah, you know what? As much as I would like to be one of these poor millionaires who can't afford a $2 million sweet Super Bowl, I still want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Like, I still want to be able to wake up in the morning and be like, I think I'm going to sneeze. Quick, pass me a <laughs> 100. Yeah, I want Bless that. You. But you know what? The NFL is definitely separating the, the fake rich from the real rich. I want those problems. I want to be, I want to know what it
3: feels like to be rich compared to the common folk, but then to be kind of surrounded by the uber rich and feel exactly like I do as a common folk and like, damn, I can't afford that. Like, you want to go to BW3s later? I'm like, I can't afford that.
4: (laughs) What's the point? (laughs) You know, what's the point of bleep you money if you never get to say bleep you? Yeah, I guess I want to know. (laughs) Number two. The Rock has come back to Wrestlemania. Can you smell? So The Rock, on the Pat uh, Pat McAfee show, calling out some crybabies.
0: There's the other passionate Uh fans of Cody. Yep. And they're called the uh, what's that? Oh, Cody Crybabies. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Got it. I didn't. I didn't know the name that was coming. It was the Cody Crybabies, and these are grown ass men. And uh, Cody gotta finish his story. (laughs) His story right now. It's like, wait a second. Hold on. Hey, Dad. You want to go outside and play catch with me? Not now. Cody's done. <laughs> and I'm upset. The wife comes in. Hey, honey, do you want to go have sex? Not now. Cody, you want story? At the end of the day, look, you got the Cody crybabies and you have the Cody fans and then you have Cody himself. And there's a clear distinction between the three. But The Rock says this. Those Cody crybabies, the ones for every 10 tweets, they're shoving a chicken McNugget in their mouth. <laughs> for every 20 tweets, they're shoving two McNuggets up their ass. What? The Rock says this. All you got to do is sit back, know your role. Shut your mouth and enjoy the ride that the Rock is going to take your candy asses on. So hashtag that. Hashtag shut your <laughs> up. Hashtag
4: Cody crybabies. Yeah, I love it. You want to see the Rock at WrestleMania? Are you on or off the bandwagon? I'm
3: on. Like I'm, I'm in the minority amongst like everybody on sports talk radio, apparently. I used to watch wrestling like no other. I have not watched wrestling since I was 15. But The Rock was very much a part of uh, somebody I kept an eye on, like everybody else, right? If he comes back to wrestle, yeah, I'm all about that. I That right there was vintage. I've missed him immediately. I need to see it. I'm on. I'm on. Of course.
6: The Rock. That's who I grew up watching when I was uh, little. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love to see The Rock back.
3: Do you put me in the minority? Are you like a wrestling guy still?
6: No, I'm not. I'm not. I used to be when I was little, okay. but I stopped. I used to have SmackDown versus Raw, you know, all those video games, but
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Brahma Bull. He's going to take all your hopes, all your dreams, all your ideas. He's going to take them. He's going to crumble them up into a ball. Then he's going to take that bitch and shove it straight up your Rudy Poo candy ass <laughs> at Mania, uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Number three. Monique went in on Skip Bayless. Monique? Monique? On... Shannon Sharp's podcast. Here is Monique getting
7: it off her chest. Okay, so let me say this to you. The day I watched Skip Bayless lose himself with you, and that's what he did. He lost himself. And when I watched Skip Bayless say to you, put them glasses back on, boy. Now, I know he didn't say and boy but that's what everybody heard Mm -hmm. and i was waiting for you to snatch his ass across that (laughs) table baby and give it to him i was like shannon this is the perfect time i don't condone violence right i don't say be violent but that day i was in my feelings for two days me and my grandbaby could not watch you for two days and my husband had to say mama let's talk about this look at shannon sharp he retired in 2004, but he could still get on that field and run touchdowns, tackles, everything. Had he snatched Skip Bayless across that table, he would have died in Shannon's arms that day. Right. So Brother Shay Shea handled that right. Now we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I just had to get that off of me because I know everybody around the world heard what I heard. No, he didn't say them words, but we heard it in his mind, and right. we was looking for you to say space and opportunity, Skip. Space and opportunity. That's Come on. that, that B more coming out of you you know what? That's your aunt Mary coming out of me. That's your aunt Mary coming out of me, baby. I got an aunt named Mary now. Monique.
4: In reality, you really wish Shannon caught a body that day. Are you on or off the bandwagon? Oh, I'm on. I'm on. I
3: don't, I don't have an affinity for either one of those individuals, Shannon Sharp or Skip Bayless. I've, Find both of them very punchable. Um so there's that. But if Skip ever has the opportunity to uh sports end Skip Bayless, he better take it. I'm there for that. I'm on. Oh, I'm
6: on. I don't want to watch Skip Bayless and his little acts on, on Twitter when he's thrown away. The Cowboys jerseys every single year because they suck. The same, yeah.
4: the, same the same Michael video. Parsons jersey <laughs> yeah. every single every time. Every
6: single time, yeah, I, I'm on.
4: It's the you same video. <laughs> I really want to see. I really want to see Unc hide the body in the wishing well. <laughs> I wanted Unk to just rip his damn head off, take a you know what down his neck. And then screw his stupid little head back on. Did you
3: want him to go like full Chrissy Everett when he did on Jim Rome? Flip the table over, Jim falls back in the chair back in the day. You wanted to see that? Dude, I'm
4: telling you. <laughs> in re- I- I'm pretty sure Jim Rome soiled himself that day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I-, I also think that if that had happened, Skip would be wearing Depends right now. <laughs> that's-, that's a very full bandwagon.
3: That's good stuff, uh, man.
4: Last one here. We'll try to get this quick. Uh, are the books running scared? So there's an article on ESPN.com mm-hmm. where uh, apparently at Caesars Sportsbook, there are a ton of bets on Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. Uh, in fact, more bets on Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown – than there were on the favored 49ers overall. And apparently wow. they have a ton of exposure on Travis Kelsey.
3: What do you mean? What do you mean ton of exposure?
4: Meaning if, if Kelsey, like so many people are betting on Kelsey, they will lose money okay, paying okay. out all these bets. It'll it'll hurt the house. You want the books to take a Beating are you on or off the bandwagon? I'm always
3: on that bandwagon. <laughs> Who's never on that bandwagon? I'm always on that bandwagon. I thought you were going to tell me about the, uh, the Kelsey prop bets. Not just that he'll score a touchdown. The Kelsey prop bets are crazy. Like, if Kelsey catches a touchdown pass, Taylor's going to turn and hug his mom. That kind of it. There's There's gobs of I think there's a dozen of them. There's like 580 prop bets for the Super Bowl. Um, but just Kelsey scoring a touchdown, the money on that outweighs the 49ers to flat out win. That's crazy. I hope they take two baths on that. I hope I hope the sportsbooks books, um, you know, at the file for like bankruptcy or something. Like I want them to lose their ass. Absolutely, I'm on.
6: Oh yeah, I'm on. I'm am t- tired of losing money money to them. So yeah. Mainly because I'm, cause I'm
3: not spending any of the money anyway to be made, um, <laughs> but if I was, yeah, who's never on that bandwagon?
4: Well, listen, I don't want them to go bankrupt because you know we won't get any more stories. will be back. about you know certain people in Houston betting ten million dollars on events that nine out of ten times they lose. I uh, won't get any more of those stories. And, yeah, and that would be that would be sad. You know what
3: shouldn't, you know what shouldn't be a thing, is the stuff like I just mentioned. You can have a. You can make a bet that says, uh, after Kelsey catches a touchdown pass, are they going to show Taylor or not? There's one person that has absolute control of that, and that's the producer of the
4: broadcast.
3: Like that shouldn't be a thing. Are you on or off that bandwagon? Well,
4: I'll tell you what. If I'm the producer. I called my brother-in-law. Yeah. And I said, yo. That's my point. Put the house on,
3: yes. Yeah, that's my point. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Like, something that is controllable by one individual. Like, they have the say-so on making that happen or not. And that Deadspin story, by the way, saying it. well, you know, we already know Taylor's coming from, like, Hong Kong or whatever from a concert. And now, oh, the report, like, she's not going to get a suite. Like, come on. She's going to be in a freaking suite. She's gonna be in the stadium somewhere in a suite, and if Kelsey scores a touchdown, they're gonna to flash to her the, immediately. The funny
4: part about this is, right? She's the billion-dollar princess.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, she has more money than everybody in the building. Yeah. She could buy all the suites she wants. Yeah. How come she doesn't have a suite?
3: She's got a suite. It is it just hadn't been reported yet. I just don't buy that. That's happening. And somebody's making a lot of money off of those very controllable. Um, Prop bets
4: If the the Chiefs win Is Travis Kelsey pulling a Carlos Correa
3: No way No way
4: What's a bigger stage than the Super Bowl Fair point
3: but I'll tell you exactly why Coming up next Final segment of the show We'll get to that And I'm just going to throw this in there Because it was hilarious earlier What other teams were in on Josh Hader Before the Astros scooped him up You'll hear it from the horse's mouth Next, it's Sports Radio 610's Area 45.
2: Live from the Twin Peak Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton.
3: Bajani and Creighton back with you. Chris Santiago producing Area 45. It is the final segment. seven one three five seven two four six ten. You want to be a part of the program in the final segment? Hey, do it. It's a celebratory night. A uh, big night for the city of Houston. Really. It is about you. Uh, Not just the Houston Texans and individuals, Andre Johnson announced as um, uh, a Hall of Famer. He'll be enshrined later on this year, just ahead of the 2024 NFL regular season before it gets kicked off. Excited about that. Well-deserved props to him. Uh, Pour one out right now for the general, John McClain, because that dude busted his ass and uh, is a big part of uh, that happening. He represented Andre Johnson the last uh, four years for his candidacy into Canton. So, uh, poor one out for the general tonight, man. Uh, job well done. Uh, career accomplishment for that guy. Uh, awesome. Happy for him. Happy for uh, C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Offensive and defensive rookies of the year, respectively. Well-deserved. Um, and you know what? Celebrate D'Amico Ryans because he's the first guy that don't give an absolute damn about that piece of hardware that says Coach of the Year on it. You know he was. He knows he was. And the most important thing, that guy's going to be a Houston Texan for the foreseeable future. I heard somebody say on a podcast earlier today or whatever the hell I was listening to, Chris, you might have been playing it, said, you know what? You got D'Amico Ryans for the next. That was McAfee. McAfee was telling Nick Casario that earlier. Do you remember? When he'd stop by on Radio or today, he was like, you got D'Amico Ryans as your head coach for the next 20 years. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> yeah, I
4: remember. <laughs> we hope
3: so. 20 years, I like the sound of that. That'd take D'Amico right up until his age 59, 60 season, whatever it is. I'm all Before about it. Ever. Great day today. Great week. And there's one more day in it uh, for you and me, PC. Great week because of, obviously, uh, uh, Jose Altuve and Astro for life. And you know what? I'm all about Lamont's uh, math earlier. Today is February the eighth, 08 Flip it around. Let's Andre it Johnson day. day. Retroactively Andre Johnson Day. Let's I just like
4: it. make it gray day.
3: Hey, you like that back to back Jose Altuve, Andre Johnson days.
4: It does not suck.
3: Yeah. It's oh, and throw in
4: an offensive rookie of the year and a defensive rookie of the year.
3: It's fantastic.
4: I feel like we should be partying. I feel like there should be a party going on tonight, tomorrow, all day Saturday, basically leading right up to the Super Bowl, at which point the only thing I care about are my boxes.
3: (laughs) Are your boxes? My boxes. What do you mean your boxes? Your super yeah, 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 yeah. I went thinking. Yeah.
4: All I care about is my boxes. Yeah. Once the game starts, it's all about my boxes.
3: You got those done already? All done. There you go. There you go. I'm just I'm 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 looking forward to just watching the game. In as much peace and quiet as you could possibly have with a four-year-old running around wanting you to play every two seconds.
4: And a wad of queso.
3: <laughs> I gotta make some salsa this weekend. I'm gonna celebrate with some calidad chips and some homemade salsa.
4: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> For I sure. Got, I also I have the uh I have the the H E B casa, whatever the hell chips. Yeah. Uh when I when the I'm, cheapies. Yeah, it's all good. When, I, when I don't I, I either get them or I get the Calidad chips, like the the two that I buy. Yeah. Sometimes I like the white Calidad chips because sometimes I'm just in the mood for the white chips. Yeah. But uh I like them because they're thicker. They don't snap off as soon as you put them in something. Uh-huh. I, I hate that. That's my biggest issue with Tostitos. You put them in and as soon as you typically they snap Yeah. garbage. Um uh, giant thing of queso with some uh some ground beef in it. Maybe
3: some lobster. Little
4: Little pigs in the blanket,
3: some lobster queso, uh, lump crab meat queso.
4: If if I were a, rich, a little extra, if I were a rich, <laughs> then then yeah, man. If I was making some some Ron Hughley money,
3: yeah, right. Yeah, then I, I maybe I. You I, read I, off of that menu at the suite in uh, for the Las Vegas. What, what's the name of the dance? SoFi is it SoFi Stadium? No, it's Allegiant. A, Allegiant, yeah. The Death Star, just called the Death Death Star. Star yeah, there you go. Grab that menu off, man. The lobster, the lump crab meat, the filet mignon, nachos. Holy crap!
4: I'm
3: thinking about trying to concoct something this weekend, just because. Just because it might hurt a little bit. You got to survive a little extra harder for a week before payday, but it might be worth it.
4: I may go and pick up some shrimp and throw them on a grill.
3: Did I just see this right, Chris? Did they just announce Lamar Jackson as MVP?
4: Lamar is MVP.
3: Correct. There you go. No surprise.
4: And and no sounder because F him. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. That I ain't uh, personal.
4: It's just sports.
3: Eh, just sports hate, man. It's all good. Uh, by the way, I wanted to clarify something. Clear something up. Oh, uh, we had beef? No, 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 no. It's something you said about, uh, what was it, Taylor Swift last segment? I said, I'll tell you why on the other side. You asked if Kelsey pops the question. If he wins the Super Bowl, if does Kelsey wins the pop question? he the Super Bowl, question,
4: does, he, does he go full Carlos Correa?
3: said absolutely no way, no chance in hell, nor should he. For multiple reasons. One, he dodged the marriage question already this week on Radio Row. Uh, very well. 800 Job times, well done. probably. Job well done. Not Radio Row, but it was uh, media day, whatever. It was Monday or Tuesday. So he handled it great there. He strikes me as a very, very calculated individual. one that has his priorities straight. Did he go to the freaking Grammys the other night? You know he could have if he wanted to. He said no. I got the Super Bowl. It's kind of a it's kind of an important week for me. It's kind of a big deal. Um he went and told Taylor, "Hey. Love you. I'm going to go celebrate with the boys." And she was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Ain't no chance in hell he is going to rob himself. Of a moment and hoisting a trophy, a Super Bowl trophy, for the third time to pop the question to Taylor freaking Swift at the Super Bowl. There's not a chance in hell he's going to make that a moment about her and them and steal anything from his teammates.
4: Well, he does have a habit of trying to steal the show at events, Patrick Mahomes just had to reel him in sometimes. What event? What are you talking about? Uh Super Bowl parade. You know, where he's like basically trying to hog the mic up and Mahomes has to like, you know, pull him off because he's, gotta, he's I, gotta- Everybody's drunk doing good. He's gotta do his. You gotta fight for your right to body. And and Patrick Mahomes is just like, man, shut the hell. <laughs> it's like that didn't hit. And and he does it all the time. Like any any event where there's a microphone, he's trying to get in front of it and yell that. All right. Well like when they won the AFC title game, what does he do? That exact line on the microphone. Does he get up there, got the you know, the Lombardi trophy, stays this stupid line, yeah, puts the trophy down, gives it to Patrick Mahomes, walks over That's to Tay Tay, drops to the knee, and goes, Party with me, baby.
2: That's
3: different. That's different. Um, you know what, I, Chris? I, we're I think gonna, he's out of his mind. We're gonna save like the hater stuff and the Spada and the Brown. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a good day with that audio tomorrow. Round out the week. I think that's best. Uh, I'm having too much fun talking about this. I stuff. think
4: Kelsey's a great player, but I also think he's a little bit out of his mind. I, I, out of kinda, his mind. I guess you kind of have to be to be a football player. You got to be a little, a yeah, little of off course. Filter. But
3: like out of his mind, like, I don't fault him for any of that stuff. Like that. Ultimately, is about like team success, personal success with the team. He's not making Sunday night about anything other than himself and his team. I feel Taylor like ain't gonna have squat to do with it.
4: He is going to essentially try to cut a wrestling promo in one of the interviews he does. That's gonna be fantastic.
3: I don't disagree with you. Is he try to cut a wrestling promo? He absolutely should if they win. Maybe when they win. Uh, It would be absolutely epic if they don't, though. We've got all day tomorrow, all night tomorrow, rather, to talk about that one. I'm excited. We're going to get, let's get knee deep in the Super Bowl tomorrow, man. It's our last time to talk about it before the game. Uh, we got to celebrate the week that was. um, And certainly, I imagine we'll talk plenty more tomorrow about tonight with Andre Johnson going into the hall and C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson taking home some well-deserved hardware, offensive and rookie offensive and defensive rookies of the year so it's gonna be good stuff put another one in the bag pc let's do it again tomorrow you down
4: i'm down let's roll
3: all right let's roll for chris santiago our producer patrick creighton i'm sean bajani have a great great night houston you deserve it
4: it's him fourth down and
3: 10 texans at their 36 yard line shop in the shotgun three wide set steve slayton in the backfield with matt shop daniels in motion to the right Schaub takes the snap, steps out to the right, plants, and he throws to the left sideline and caught by Andre Johnson at the 41-yard line over Jeremiah Bell. An
1: amazing grab by Andre Johnson. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.